I've always been so fascinated by people's healing stories that break the norm and ultimately turn into huge transformation. This is a space where I will share personal stories, including my own, and all of the amazing healing and spiritual practices that sometimes can be a little out there. Hey, in my opinion, the more out there, the better. I'm Jayana. This is Alchemizing Pain. Hi, it's been a while. I was trying to intend on recording more frequently. I think weekly is too much for my little insecure self to show up here. (laughs) So there's a reason why I haven't recorded an episode and uploaded for a while. I had COVID. It was the first time I had COVID. I have dodged it all these years somehow. I've had many phantom COVID symptoms where I was convinced I had COVID, but I never actually tested positive. So I don't think I actually had COVID because that, what I experienced, sucked. And I was very sick. And all those other times where I thought I had COVID definitely did not. Yeah, I got really sick. I had really bad fevers and... um chills and night sweats and oh that was rough but it was in a way a gift bear with me here so let me slow this down a little bit so I woke up one day and I had like just like a little bit of a sore throat and was sneezing and I was like oh you know I probably have allergies or something you know maybe I went too hard at the gym the day before and just like a little under the weather and I'll feel fine again in the next day or as the day wears on or whatever. So I go about my day and work and whatnot and it just, I keep feeling worse and worse and worse. And then by like the mid-afternoon, late evening, I was sick. It literally hit me like a ton of bricks. No, no ease into the symptoms. Just that that day I just was sick. What I've heard about COVID is it's like a slow burn and uh, you have little symptoms here and then it just kind of like comes on and stuff. And I went to urgent care and the guy who was my physician, he thought all my symptoms sounded like the flu. They tested for it and it was negative. And he was like, well... It's early on in your symptoms. You could be testing negative, but still have it. You know, I pretty, I'm pretty much think it's the flu, but go take a COVID test at home just to be sure they didn't have any there for whatever reason. So I got a COVID test and I didn't take it right away. I took it the next day. I don't know why. And I really did not think it was going to be positive. I was pretty sure I had the flu. Yeah, turns out it was positive, and it was like a very clear line um, within like the first two minutes. You know how you're supposed to wait like 15 minutes or so, whatever. Within the like first two minutes, it turned like solid pink second line or whatever, and it was, yeah, it was very much positive for COVID. Yeah, and those first two days were just like really intense, got really bad fever and night sweats and... uh just felt really cold and could not get warm, was not hungry at all, couldn't eat anything. And yeah, when I I got the positive test result 
um, and the symptoms were really severe. I was feeling very scared. I live on my own now, I think two months now. Wow. Okay. I just paused this to check, but I had a feeling it was exactly two months since I've been living on my own in this space. Wow. It's so crazy that today I chose to record this. Yeah. So it's been two months and I was really scared. I was sick and um, living alone and, (laughs) you know, I wanted somebody to come take care of me and I couldn't do that. I had to take care of myself and uh, I got really upset about that. I got really teary, cried a lot. And one of my besties, I love her. She, I was texting um, my friends throughout all this and have like a group chat. And she's like, well, what a beautiful gift though. You get to like take care of yourself and that's really special. And that was just such a good perspective shift that I needed. Um, Yeah, it's true. You know, I, I had to give myself exactly what I needed. I had to be my own nurturer. And what a gift. I really learned from that experience of getting COVID that I'm fucking resilient and I can take care of myself. And I did, you know, it was so hard. Like I had, you know, such a pounding headache. I felt nauseous. I had no energy, but like I needed water. I had to get up and get myself some water. Um, I wanted to make tea. I had to make it for myself. I got physically ill and didn't make it to the bathroom in time. I had to clean it up. And I'm sorry if that's too much detail, but for me, it just taught me about myself that like I can give myself exactly what I need. I don't need anyone to do it for me. And yeah, that's nice. And I, I welcome that maybe in the future. I don't know. I'm not there yet, but like this is a time for me to really tune into what I need and what I want. And I have to be the one to deliver that. And so it was just a good opportunity for me to experience that in real time. COVID, you have to be quarantined, can't go anywhere. So I really just had to sit with myself in this sucky feeling and how sick I felt. And there was no escape. I had to, I had to do it. I had to be there and I had to tune in with what I was needing. Like, oh, I'm feeling a little dehydrated. I should drink some water. In the past, my, my ex, like if I was sick, she would grab me water and she was really good when I was sick and stuff. And so I was really craving that, but like I had to tune in and like, and, and do it for my own self. Um, and I think that was an experience I needed. So having COVID ended up being this kind of deep spiritual opening for me. And also, (laughs) I think I found God. (laughs) Not in the oppressive Christian sense, like the God that's in everything and inside of us. That's the God I felt. And even using that word, God feels uncomfortable and a little cringy to me because I was such a Christian association with it. My parents were very Christian. They were pastors and missionaries in Germany for 11 years. So I I very much grew up in that environment and have had a 
tumultuous relationship with (laughs) that form of God. Um, And yeah, that's not the God for me. As a kid, you know, I tried to put on the Christian hat and follow that trajectory and believe in God and stuff. And uh, I remember at a young age questioning the idea of hell. Like it just, as a little kid, I couldn't grasp like, okay, so you're saying that if people do not believe in Jesus and God, and it's an automatic ticket to hell, that never sat well with me. And I just could never wrap my head around it. And you know, like, that was kind of the beginning of me questioning all of that. You know, since then, I've really found my own sense of spirituality. And I don't really pray or talk to God or... You know, that felt very like Christian-y to me to do that. And so I haven't really done that. But lately, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Elizabeth Gilbert. I love her. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love and Big Magic and City Girls and a lot of other books. And she's amazing. Uh, she has a substack called uh, Letters from Love. And Letters from Love is a practice that Elizabeth Gilbert does every day where she asks love what she needs to know today. And she writes journal entries from unconditional love. And it's like a channeled message, what she needs to hear. Like you write, what would unconditional love tell you? It really saved me during that time. I had a lot of low moments, especially when I was really fevery and, you know, kind of had that delirium going on and the, the body chills and stuff. And I was really scared and wanted, I just wanted comfort. You know, I just really wanted comfort in that space it's late at night. You know, I did text my friends, but you know, they, they got to sleep and they've got shit going on. So I turned to, to love to get me that comfort that I needed. And I just got these beautiful channeled messages that really helped me get through that. And it was just such a heart opening experience. Like I feel like I finally have this connection now to the divine in a way that I hadn't had before. It's so beautiful because now anytime I feel stuck or icky, I've been turning to the journal and and asking love what I needed to know. And out pops this message that, you know, I did not write. <laughs> it brought me so much comfort and it made me feel not alone. That was the struggle when I first got sick. It's like, oh my God, I'm alone. I'm so scared. I don't, I don't want to do this alone. I want comfort. I want somebody here with me. And I do have somebody here with me. I have God, love, source, the universe, it's all around me. And I can tap into that at any fucking time. And so can you. I just want to share. I said, dear love, why is the nighttime so hard for me? Honey, I am here with you. I understand why this time is hard for you. You feel as though you are alone, but also you can't speak stand to be with yourself alone so you escape by any means necessary i think you will find as you learn to let me into your life more being with yourself won't feel so terrible oh that makes me tear up 
you understand now that you are never alone. You will never be alone. You tender soul, there is nothing wrong with you. Your feelings aren't too large. You can feel them. Sorry. You've shown yourself that you can go there and that you can brave the darkness on your own. You are a work in progress. Please stop feeling like you have to have it all figured out right now. You don't. You are still in transition and figuring out this new space and freedom you have now. What you need, that hunger you have cannot be found on Instagram. Oh, honey, you are so tired. Why must you push beyond your tiredness? I know you want to fight going to sleep. It feels vulnerable, but I am here. You are safe. Sleep is healing. It's restorative. And tomorrow the light will come. The coffee will come. (laughs) She knows the way to my heart. (laughs) The creative flow will come. It will all be there. This, this is coming from a bigger place. The me that is me, the conditioned self, the ego, the self that is reaching out for help at that point would not write this to herself. She would not be so kind. I was feeling a little impostery after kind of a work thing and feeling there was something wrong with me. Um, was very, very critical of like how I was showing up on this meeting and, you know, comparing myself to other people and where they're at in their careers and feeling like they had it figured out and I didn't have it figured out. And so I asked love for assistance during that time. Um, so I said, dear love, I'm feeling impostery and existentially and defeated what could you tell me in this state? And she says, I don't know why I'm gendering her as a she, but it just feels right for me. So she says, dear child, my cough syrup, sweetie. I was on cough syrup. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with you. I know you insist on there being something wrong with you, but that's just it. There isn't. You keep trying to fit your precious self into a box and keep forcing all of your soul in different colored shaped boxes and love you do not fit in those prescribed boxes. You are not meant to fit in a box at all. You keep searching for the correct box to squeeze into and none of them have your measurements. You are immeasurable. You get to shape life into the mold you want, not the other way around, sweetie. How boring would it be if you picked up a pamphlet of designated life outfits and put that on? You would hate that. So why are you trying to shape yourself into prescribed life suits that will never fit? The fact that you feel like an outsider wherever you go is a blessing, my dear one. It is not something to fear. It is something to embrace. It means that the fullness of your spirit is scratching at the surface, begging to be released, and it will not settle for scraps of yourself. There is nothing wrong with you, my love. I will tell you again, you are perfect. Do not stop being you. You are not a standard, a workflow to follow. You are light. You are ineffable. You are unstoppable and limitless. Do not settle for anything less. Now rest that pretty head because you have infinite potential to unleash into the world tomorrow. I love you so much. I am always rooting for you. I cannot stress enough how much this practice has opened my heart. 
and connected to something bigger than myself. It just really pulls me out of that egoic thinking and those negative spirally thoughts, self-limiting beliefs, and helps me channel something larger and, and give myself the medicine that I need in that moment. And I don't have to ask anybody for it. I don't have to pay somebody to tell me the divine wisdom I need. I don't have to call on somebody. I can deliver exactly what I need in that moment. And it is the most empowering feeling. I, you know, I feel like I can handle anything because I, I have that universal intelligence, God, source, your higher self, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. I can call on that and connect to that and change my energy and how I'm feeling. It's just so powerful. That practice really got me through having COVID in a profound way. And it just it showed me that I can survive this, you know, I can, I can be on my own because that's the thing is I'm not on my own. I'm surrounded by love. I am love fucking breaks my brain. I have just been having really heart opening experiences. I was feeling a lot better and, but still trying to like socially distance and whatnot. Anyways, so I went on a hike. It was just such a beautiful experience for me to be in nature, to do this on my own. It was a hike right by, I live in Phoenix, um, Arizona, and it goes right on the edge of Saguaro Lake and just these beautiful vistas of that canyon in the lake. I brought my my camera and I took photos. There was this person in a boat next to the canyon and it was just this perspective of like these huge canyon walls and this tiny, tiny, tiny boat and person and how immense and beautiful the world is around us and how small and tiny we are in comparison. I brought like a little sandwich with me and just sat on the ground and ate it. And and then on the drive home, there was the most gorgeous sunset. It was just beyond. And I just cried. I cried at how beautiful it was. I, I've been finding that happening more where I feel like I am being brought to my knees in grief and joy and sometimes all at the same time my heart is just cracking wide opening and I'm feeling everything and sometimes it's too much you know it's a lot and and then sometimes it's just really beautiful definitely going through it right now (laughs) I think when you live from that heart space and you open your heart up to life and every part of life, something really cracks open inside of you and like everything feels different. Letting experiences touch you. I felt so shut down for a long time. I felt really depressed and stuck. Wasn't feeling much of anything but despair and Being on my own now has helped me to connect to my heart space more and connecting to everything around me and letting 
life in. I feel like a wall has come down. You know, you feel it all. You feel the pain, uh, but you also feel the joy, immense joy and freedom. If I didn't have this heart opening feeling, I don't think I would have had such a positive experience having COVID. Like, I don't think, you know, that's not generally a positive experience, but it was for me. Like I needed that and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful I had COVID. I needed to connect to myself. I needed to be resilient. I needed to nurture myself. I needed to connect to God. I don't know what else to say, so I'm going to stop it there, and I'm grateful to be back recording, and I hope to have more. I'm figuring it out as we go. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, um, rate. All of those things help. Share. I would so appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Bye.